Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Inside LBUSD, the Laguna Beach Unified School District podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, we have several upcoming events to let you know about. This coming Tuesday, February 15th, there will be a rescheduled school board meeting at 6 p.m. in the Thurston Library. Next Friday, February 18th, LBHS will have a minimum day with school ending at 1.35. And finally, all schools will be closed the week of February 21st through the 25th for midwinter break. And now, Health Matters with Dr. Michael Keller and Nurse Kelly Schultz. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Health Matters podcast. Today's conversation is being recorded on Friday, February 11th. My name is Dr. Michael Keller. I'm Nurse Kelly Schultz. And the purpose of our podcast is to inform our staff, students, and community stakeholders on all health-related topics. We've been focusing since the launch of our podcast on COVID-19, and we've got some updates for you coming from Nurse Kelly about our current rates in LBUSD. Okay, so currently we have three cases at El Moro, five cases at Top of the World, seven at Thurston Middle School, two at Laguna Beach High School, zero at the district office. So we have a seven, uh, 17 cases total, which is a lot different than we had a couple weeks ago. Yeah, just over a few weeks ago, in the middle of January, we had over 300 cases. So we actually have a 94% reduction in student and staff cases, which is fantastic. I think across the country, we're seeing substantially reduced rates of COVID-19, and we're hearing a lot about states moving towards shifting their uh, in-school mask mandates and mitigation strategies. And we uh, look forward to more information coming out from our state. Uh, Nurse Kelly, have you heard anything from the state level? So the mask mandate is changing next week. Unfortunately, not for schools yet, um, but the public mask mandate, as long as you're vaccinated, is being dropped that you won't have to wear a mask in public. Um, The governor has hinted at coming out with an endemic strategy sometime next week. So stay tuned to see what that means for us in uh, the school setting. Yeah, we'll definitely share that information out in a variety of different channels through Parent Square and on this podcast if and when those uh, rules change. So we look forward to hearing more information next week. And we hope individuals continue to use the proper strategies to stay safe in school. We're in a sweet spot right now with uh, with COVID amongst this podcast group. Uh, I, I successfully recovered from a mild case of COVID in early January. Our producer, Mr. Andy Crisp, he uh, is recently back from COVID, and luckily it was mild for him. Nurse Kelly, I know that uh, you had your, your struggles this month. Can you tell us a little bit more about what, what your experience was like? Yeah, so I, I want to say I was the very first person to get vaccinated in this district. I waited over six hours to get my first vaccine, so I was super excited to get vaccinated, um, was feeling good about that. I did sleep a little on that booster, and so I'm going to give you a little bit of a piece of advice on this. Um, I don't have any underlying health conditions. I had an antibody test in November, um, so I was planning to eventually get the booster, but I was just thinking Omicron is a little bit mild. Uh, Do I really want to risk getting sick from the booster or take my chances with Omicron? And unfortunately for me, my husband brought home the gift of COVID to me and I was very sick. Um, I 
was in bed for at least seven days, extremely tired, headaches, sinus pressure. I lost my taste and smell. It's still kind of coming back slowly. I still am dealing with some congestion. I, I tested positive on January 21st. Um, so it was definitely not a light case for me. Um, I wish that I would have just gotten the booster. And I know a lot of people kind of think the same lines as I do, um, but you just never know. You never know if you're gonna be one of the ones that gets really sick. Fortunately, I was not hospitalized. I did have to get some medications and a round of steroids to help. Um, but I would encourage everyone, if, if you're in my situation, same type of thinking, I would recommend going and getting that booster. You don't want to get sick like that. It's not fun. Yeah, well, I'm really happy that you're able to make it back here. I do know you're still working on your, your sense of taste and smell, and hopefully that completes, comes back fully for you. And, um, and that is great advice. I mean, we, we want to make sure that for eligible individuals that they, that they learn more about the vaccination opportunities and take advantage of that. Um, you know, that is available for, for young people age five through 17. And of course, adults 18 and above can get vaccinated and you can learn more. We'll put, we'll put information on the vaccines in our show notes today. And please, please educate yourselves and take advantage of those opportunities in our community. We do have a mailbag question that came in before the holidays, and I wanted to share it and make sure that we were both together to be able to answer it because there's some really good public health um, aspects of this question. So the question really is related to substance abuse among young people on campus, and it really questions about really harder, harder type drugs on campus as well and thinking that this is really a public health crisis for our youth. I do want to just note that we do take issues around alcohol and other drug use very seriously. We have a community coalition of individuals, and I'll talk a little bit more about that um, in a minute, but I do want to just kind of open it up to Nurse Kelly. What are your thoughts about uh, this question around, around substance abuse among our young people? I think that this is a great question and a great topic to speak about. Um, my advice that I would give to parents is this, is that most kids start to explore with drugs based off of prescription pills. So if there's any opiates in the house due to recent surgeries, you know, Vicodin and Oxycontins and things like that, kids will take one, uh, sometimes with Adderall, which they already are prescribed, but then lose the effects of it, so they take start taking double. Um, these are the type of things where I feel like kids will start with these, these routes because they think they're safer, it's a prescription, and then if they are exposed to other drugs that give similar effects, then they kind of go down that route too. So one, just kind of talk to your kids about these early on. If you do have these medications in the house, make sure that they are locked away where your children cannot find them. If you do start to notice any type of personality changes in your child, if you see them pulling away from things they used to be um, interested in, or you seem that they seem a little bit more malaise, Definitely talk to them, see how they, you know, get an idea for what's going on. But also, you know, there's drug tests available on Amazon, over the counter at CVS. Within doubt, always feel the need to, to drug test them and see where they're at and um, continue to have those open conversations with your kids around this. Um, as far as on campus goes, if any students were to see any other student that's feeling off or anything, make sure to go talk to a, a trusted teacher or staff member um, and you can do that anonymously. Yeah, we have our new anonymous tip reporting service, WeTip. That's an opportunity to provide anonymous tip reporting for students. We have nurses at, at available and readily available at each of our schools to assess student needs and health clerks and administration to provide safety and support for students. I do want to talk a little bit about our community coalition that I mentioned a moment ago. We have a multidisciplinary team of individuals from uh, Providence Mission Hospital who leads this group, Marcy Mednick, outstanding um, health educator and leader. 
We have team members from Orange County Healthcare Agency, Laura Buscemi Beebe, who's a health educator. Our Boys and Girls Club of Laguna Beach uh, is a partner in this, Mrs. Uh, Pam Estes. Uh, Laguna Beach Unified School District is represented. I'm a member of that team. We have our nurses and our school resource officers attend occasionally, and our uh, school counselor community liaison who's on this team. We also have other community members from Laguna Beach Presbyterian, Ms. Uh, Gail Onadera, our uh, California Youth Services, Western Youth Services, and a lot more. So that collective group really looks at our student data around substance use and abuse, alcohol and other drugs. Our goal really is to reduce youth access and usage rates uh, in our community. And we do a lot of different strategy, uh, implement a lot of different strategies to support young people. First and foremost, helping young people have a voice and learn more about healthy choices, alternatives to, to alcohol and other drug use. A really important component that I think that, that Nurse Kelly mentioned was the importance of, of adult young people communication. We wanna make sure that our, that our adults are empowered to have these conversations with youth. And, and so I'm gonna leave a link in the show notes. Go to our strengthinnumbersoc.org which is really a clearinghouse for educating yourselves as an adult and, and young people around all the issues related to substance abuse and how to get support if you need it. We do have policies and procedures in place to keep our campuses safe in the event of any, any uh, student level impact on campus. Um, we certainly directly address it. We ensure that students are provided with resources and that includes intervention resources with trained mental health staff. I will just say that we, we, you know, we always want to be keeping the issues of healthy living in the forefront and certainly addressing issues around alcohol and other drug use is critically important in our schools. We want our young people to, as they graduate from us, graduate from our schools, to really be empowered to make healthy choices as, as adults. All right, shifting gears, Nurse Kelly, it is Super Bowl weekend, so I'm just curious. Do you have any predictions for Sunday's matchup? I'm going with the Rams, one, because they're used to this beautiful weather and it's going to be a great day. Cincinnati seems cold. Isn't it Cincinnati? It is. is it right? That was a great guess. <laughs> okay, you can tell how much I watch sports, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams. What are you going with? I, I too am going with the Rams. I, I'm very, just actually I'm really just hopeful for a really exciting game. We've had some incredible games in the playoffs. Um, I'm not like a huge NFL fan, but I have watched a lot of the playoff games and they've been truly exciting and I'm just hopeful for a great matchup on Sunday. It should be really fun to watch. So hopefully everybody has really fun plans this weekend. Um, I do think that we want to pin a topic for our next next conversation in a couple weeks, Nurse Kelly, around the issue of lice. Yes, we are going to dive into the world of lice. I can't wait. Um, so you know, My family is a family of lice survivors, and I, I can tell you that uh, lice knows no uh, socioeconomic, racial, or ethnic bounds. It just wants a, a nice cozy host to to warm up to and um and, and we want to just want to talk through our district uh board policies around around lice we want to talk about ways to try to prevent it and, and of course in the event of a disturbing lice <laughs> event in your household we want to make sure that you're empowered with potential intervention solutions that will rid your house and home and head of lice yes. so uh, thank you so much for listening today. I want to wish you all a really happy and healthy weekend, and we'll see, we'll be back here in a couple weeks. Thank you so much, Nurse Kelly. Thank you. Thank you for listening to episode 13 of Inside LBUSD. 
If you have any podcast questions or suggestions, we encourage you to visit lbusd.org slash podcast and let us know your thoughts. Please stay safe and healthy, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend.